This is Pulse 95. Pulse 95. It's the Morning Majulus. It's the Morning Majulus. Hi everybody, good morning. Welcome back to the program. And uh, today is the 2021 International Childhood Cancer Day, a global collaborative effort to raise awareness about childhood cancer and to express support for children and adolescents for with cancer the survivors and their families as well. And uh, one thing that uh, we'd like to, or we're interested in knowing more about are the risk factors for the development of cancer as well. And uh, we're delighted to have with us on the program to talk to us precisely about this is Dr. Ayman Al-Hattab, consultant clinical geneticist at University Hospital Sharjah. Good morning, you're live on the air. Good morning. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you very much for joining us. Uh, let's start talking about World Childhood Cancer Day and its significance as well. Uh, yes, my friend. I I am planning to to discuss the um, uh, familial cancers and 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 um, inherited type of cancers uh, because uh, um, many uh, times uh, cancers can be caused by uh, genetic defects. And, and these genetic defects can be inherited from one generation to another and increase the risk for uh, cancer in people who carry these genetic changes. So it's, it's always important to recognize um, these, um, uh, uh, these defects and, and diagnose them and, and um, manage them when, 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 when these are present. And uh, Dr. Ayman, uh, what are the most frequent types of childhood cancers? Because the pattern of cancer in childhood definitely differs uh, from those among people of other uh, ages. So what are the types of childhood cancers? Yes, actually, I'm I'm, I'm a nut cancer specialist, and and I was planning to talk talk about the genetic aspects of, of cancer. Um, and 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 how like when we recognize or when should we suspect um, familial or hereditary cancer? Now, familial and hereditary cancers uh, can um, happen uh, during like childhood or adulthood. Uh, so typically, when when we see multiple individuals uh, affected with cancer in in the same family, we are concerned about about genetic defects. Also, if we have uh, tumors that appear at younger age uh, um, than, than expected, this is also a um, red flag to suspect uh, hereditary cancer. And sometimes we have multiple individuals, sorry, the same individual has multiple types of cancer. And, and uh, in, in, in this case, yes, we, we suspect having a genetic defect because now, Certain genes are associated with one type of cancer, but sometimes we have one uh, genetic, uh, uh, like some some genes. If you have defects in, in certain genes, we have different types of, of tumors. Uh, so this is why we we need really to um, to recognize these cases. And in case we suspect a, a familial or hereditary cancer, then definitely these individuals uh, will require evaluation and, and, what is, and yes yes doctor what is the the method of uh, of action to take if someone is suspected to have uh, her- hereditary or familial cancers 
Yes, thank you very much. Yeah, this is very important. So yeah, after we suspect, then then the second step is evaluation by by person specialized in uh, in, 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 in in genetics to help the oncology team. So um, the, the the first step is to evaluate the personal and family history uh, to see what are the tumors present in that person and in his family. And after this assessment, then a genetic test is needed. It's typically, it's a blood sample that is taken and uh, the genes responsible for uh, the um, different types of cancers can be uh, tested, can be uh, sequenced uh, aiming to identify the um, specific genetic uh, change that uh, increases the risk for, um, for, for these uh, cancers. A genetic test sounds quite complex. Is there a whole army of people involved in trying to find uh, disease-causing genetic variants and such? Talk to us about the process of uh, genetic testing, if you could. Yes, thank you, thank you. So now what, what we do, um, now when we, we take a blood sample and we have like a specialized labs to do gene sequencing and, and they do sequencing for uh, the genes that typically are, are requested. So, so for cancer, of course, they will they have gene panels that include all the genes to be associated with this cancer. So, so they look at all these genes trying to identify the cause. And you are right. Like with time, our knowledge about about genes and genetic defect um, in, uh, increases, and 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 we know more, and we know more about these genes, and we know uh, newer genes. So, so, so there is continuous advancement in this field, and, and genetic tests are improving with, with time. Can you elaborate more on that, uh, genetic testing as a new field? Uh, technology is still quite developing. Uh, can you elaborate on the accuracy of the results, the quality of the results that you get from genetic testing? Are we at a point where there are reliable ways of uh, finding genetic causes for diseases? Yes, yes, my friend, yes. Uh, I think at this point, yes, we have like over the past 10 years, the advancement uh, in, in this field is, is expanding dramatically. And uh, uh, yes, we know more about the uh, known diseases and we are now discovering uh, more uh, more diseases. Now, uh, in, 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 in familial cancer, knowing the genetic defect is extremely important. Uh, because it will help the oncologist, the doctor uh, treating uh, these tumors, to choose the most appropriate uh, management plan based on knowing the, the, the genetic defect. And, and, and the second part, if, if um, we know the genetic defect also in, in, certain, in, in the affected individual, we know which tumors this individual is at higher risk of developing. And this is extremely important because it will determine the surveillance or the screening plan for that person so 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 that that person will have routine frequent monitoring for certain organs in case he, he develops tumors in, in in any of these organs then the diagnosis will be early management will start early and the outcome mm. will be excellent and the five the third point and also this one is very important like remember these uh, genetic defects are inherited so if we identify a genetic defect in a person, that, that means uh, it's, it's, uh, that the risk that other family members uh, are, uh, is there, that the, the other family members can be carriers for the same genetic defect. So 
when we diagnose a person, then we advise all family members to be tested for that same uh, genetic defect, aiming to identify individuals who carry these changes. And, 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 and then um, if, if we find these individuals, then we'll advise them again to do routine screening uh, tests to uh, early, aiming for early diagnosis and, and, and treatment if that individual develops cancer. Now, now these genetic defects are not like 100% will cause tumors, but they will increase the risk for uh, developing uh, cancers in individuals, either children or adults. And uh, Dr. Eman, by the way, that's incredible insight into genetic testing and how it works. And now for me or for the person listening, should like when should when should a person get a genetic consultation and get that testing done for potential cancer risk? Yes, thank you. So, so, so cancers are common. So we need we we we, we are not advising everyone with cancer to have genetic tests, but there are certain things that raises the suspicion for uh, for 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 familial or, or or hereditary cancers. Like like if you find more than one individual in the same family with with the same kind of tumors, then then you use suspect. Oh, there maybe there is a genetic defect, and these individuals all carry the same genetic change. Or, or if you have like early onset of, of a tumor, like this tumor is supposed to happen at certain age, but this individual develops the tumor at much younger age. Uh, sometimes certain types of tumors uh, can uh, are, are, are more likely to be caused by genetic defects. Or occasionally we see individuals with more than one type of tumor. So, so in all these cases, we, we should suspect uh, a genetic defect. And these individuals, yes, will require evaluation uh, by a uh, person specialized in genetics and, and, and genetic testing. So not everyone is eligible. They, they either have a family member who's been affected by a disease or themselves have to have to be affected by a disease. Not everyone can go get their genetic testing done for potential risks as well. They have to have a, a thorough consultation and establish a history first. Am I correct? Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and, and how accurate are the genetic tests? Now, now this is the thing. Now, um, when we do a genetic test, typically we are expecting three, um, one, one of three out outcomes. Mm -hmm. Either to have um, negative uh, results that they did not identify any genetic cause that predisposed to cancer or cause disease. Okay. Or we, sometimes we have clear positive uh, uh, results where you have a genetic change that is known to increase the risk of cancer or uh, to cause a disease. Now, sometimes uh, um, we have a variant of uncertain significance results that are uh, uncertain, that they are unable to classify it. Is it like normal or abnormal? And, and, and this, this part is, is not accurate. And this part uh, uh, requires um, uh, a person specialized, a doctor specialized in, in genetics to review the results and, and review the patient again to try to decide if these uncertain results are significant or not. I also understand from what you're saying, and correct me if I'm wrong, uh, genetic tests, they do not predict all diseases or cancers. Am I correct? Yes, thank you. Yes, it's now, now we do genetic tests for specific uh, uh, things. Uh -huh. um, like if we suspect, if we have, for example, uh, someone with certain type of tumors, then we have certain uh, panel, a group of genes that are associated with increased risk for this type of tumors. Sometimes we have bigger panels that 
uh, include um, all the genes increase uh, risk for uh, different types of tumors. So it depends on what you request. Uh, um, so every panel, every uh, test will predict uh, certain uh, diseases. And what's the testing process like? Can you take us through that? Yeah, no, it's it's relatively simple, small blood sample. Mo- most of labs accept uh, blood sample. Mm. And 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 they they do sequencing for the genes. They like read the letters of the genes to find uh, where we have the defect, which letter is altered. Uh, now some other labs now start taking uh, saliva to do the sequencing or buccal swab, swab from the inside of the cheeks. Uh, DNA can be taken from any other places, but these are the typical samples that, that, that are requested. And Dr. Ayman, uh, we're getting a text from uh, Anjali. She's asking, uh, if I have testing done now, do I need to repeat the test in the future? Uh, this is excellent Great question. question, yeah. Yes, now, now, okay, so first thing, our DNA sequence doesn't change. So, so our genes will, will not change, but our knowledge increases. This is the thing. So if, for example, we have a gene panel now for, uh, for breast cancer that includes 20 genes, with time, you will discover more genes. So this panel will include more, more genes. So, so the number of genes associated with diseases uh, uh, increase with time. I mean, we, we know all our genes, but we don't know, uh, 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 we don't have enough knowledge about many, many, many genes are still unknown. We don't know what they do. So with time, we discover uh, uh, more functions of, of the genes. And even our, our knowledge about the sequence variations, about what is normal, what is abnormal, uh, increases. So uh, yes, you can, um, again, it's not like our DNA sequence will change, but our knowledge will change. Mm. This is why if we do the sequence now, maybe you don't need in the future to redo the sequence, but we can ask the lab to reanalyze the uh, results that they have based on uh, the advancement in, in, in knowledge and in the new knowledge that we acquired during uh, this period. And you would probably do this in cases where the family has a cancer history, but you didn't find anything or any mutations in the test, so that you might do it later because of that, right? Absolutely, yes. When you, plus, you have a strong suspicion, but you have a negative report, yes, the, the chance is there that maybe there is something unknown, and with the future, uh, with the advancement of knowledge, we will know more and we'll be able to solve this in, in, in with time. And Dr. Ayman, for example, if I haven't had cancer and I test positive for, uh, let's say, breast cancer-related mutation. Does that mean I have cancer? What does, that, what does it really mean? Thank you very much. So this is the typical story that, that we have. We diagnose a lady with, with cancer, and then we do genetic tests for her, and she's found to have a mutation in one of the genes. Then we advise her that, okay, you know, your sisters have to be tested, and the sisters are tested, and okay, we find one of the sisters, uh, she's healthy, has nothing, and but she has the genetic mutation. Now, first of all, this person requires um, a good counseling uh, because we'll be able to tell her most of the time a percentage. What is the risk for her to have a breast cancer above the general population? Now, we know like about maybe 10% of, of ladies will develop breast cancer, but with certain mutations, then there is this risk maybe 30, 40, 50. It depends on the genetic change. So the first thing is to tell her, look, you have higher risk of developing 
uh, cancer. Therefore, we advise you to do more screening, more um, uh, 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 screening or surveillance. Um, in case you develop a tumors, then you will have um, you will be, this will be diagnosed early, and and the treatment will have much better outcome. And 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 this second part, if if this gene is associated only with increased risk of breast cancer, or if gene is associated with increased risk for breast or ovarian cancer, so or other cancer, so so in this case. Um, then, then yes, she needs to um, do screening for not only one type of tumor, but for uh, several types of tumors. And and typically, these these cases are managed by by specialized people in oncology. So the oncologist team will help to make the uh, schedule for her and tell her what to do exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, thank you so much, uh, Dr. Ayman, for really describing in depth uh, the process of genetic testing and uh, how it functions and where it's heading as well. It was a pleasure having you on and learning about this with you. Okay, thank you. Thank you very much for the invitation. It was great pleasure talking to you. Thank you, Dr. Pleasure talking to you, sir, and hope to have you again on the show at a later time. Stay tuned to Pulse95. We've got more stories to discuss up next on the program. Guinea declaring a new Ebola outbreak and entertainment and sports headlines coming your way right here on Pulse 95. 95.